Hello and welcome to the Deja Review Podcast, where a group of film lovers get together and talk about a cult or a classic film that one or more of them has seen for the very first time. I'm Mike Cairns, and as always, I'm joined by the a little bit poorly Kane Porkchop Daniel. Hi. Mm, he's sounding very saucy. Seb uh, Seabass Godfrey. Hey, how you doing? And our guest, it's Mitch Parker. Hello. Hey, Hello. Hello. Uh, editor of ID Magazine and general man about town. And I have to clarify, it's ID Australia. ID Australia. Because if I take credit for everything that yep. they do in the world, you get in trouble. I will be fired. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. No, just, just. Okay. Editor Australian of ID Museum. International. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the top um, dog. Editor at large. Yeah. Of owner. <laughs> owner of <laughs> proprietor of Vice Incorporated. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, so, Mitch, you uh, – so we're flipping the script. You chose a film for us to watch that we have never seen before. Uh, yeah, what right. film is that? Uh, the film is the 1997 classic uh, buddy comedy, Romy and Michelle's Romy High School Reunion. Romy and Michelle's. Okay, so what's your, what's your history with this film? Okay, so I feel like when I was growing up, it was me and my sister and my cousins who were also female, and then it was also like – closeted gay boy so there's a lot of like female centric kind of tones throughout my entire life and Romy and Michelle I think is like one of the key tones okay. for that so I feel like this is definitely something that was introduced to by my sister and my cousins or something like that, like that that just became like a repetitive one of those ones that we had on the VHS like taped off over telly. and over and over yep. like we're doing it know the lines know the jokes say half of them at school and you don't even know what they mean. <laughs> you know, like a very... Yeah. It was like 1997. Yeah. I was eight years old. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I watched this movie and I'm like, Sandy Frank! You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> just digging it without any clue what was going totally. on. Totally. You're eight years old. Yeah. It's like it was rated R in the States. That's really? Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Why? Yeah, well, it was only, some effing and jeffing. Yeah, it yeah. was only because of the swearing that it was that it was bumped up to an R rating. But it's like crazy. You're eight years old and you were like, oh, it's awesome because you could totally get into it. Yeah. It's just the, the swearing kind of. Well, I was lucky. So there was this period in time where my mum was dating the guy who owned the video store in the small oh, town where I grew up. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Fucking jackpot. All right. Yeah, no shit. Podcast cancelled. Let's mm. talk about this for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they broke up a couple of years oh. later. So then two years after that, when I was a teenager, I got a job at the new video oh, store in town. Oh, you worked in a video store Which was too. kind of like... Maybe a revenge plot. I don't know. I, I worked in a video store. Or something. Did you? Yeah. Oh, what, was it like was it a franchise years. or was it a it was local? a video easy. You worked in video easy. I worked in video easy. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If by just for the podcast listeners, yeah. that was a look of complete elation and joy on on Mitch's face. Yep. Uh, I was saying this the other day, the best job that I've ever had. Oh, me too. Hands Loved down. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was this Sick. rhyme that would go Hopefully around no there. one from ID. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm two weeks in. They need to know where the bar has been set. Um... There was, I worked there during high school with all of my friends from high school Same. who were all women. I was the first boy, like teenage huh. guy, to get a job at Video Easy because the boss who worked there, reverse misogyny, was like, no, we don't hire boys, they're trouble. Ooh. Yeah. And, and, and my friend so, so he wasn't a creep. No, she, <laughs> she, she, oh, she, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. And I was like, maybe she's just correcting the balance out there. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, me and my friends, a couple of my friends who already worked there had to campaign for me to get a job there. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. How good were preview tapes, man? When we used to get preview tapes, so these tapes used to come in. This is Mm. pre-torrenting. These tapes would come in in the mail with films trying to get the owner of the store on the hook. How many of you know, how many of this VHS do you want to buy? And like we just unwrap these boxes and then go, you know what? The manager is not seeing this There's for at least two weeks. No we chance. are taking this yeah. and we're running with it. And then go take it home and dub it. I remember from my VHS childhood also the occasional like 15-minute tape that had like just information about the movie. And oh, so- yeah. and sometimes they actually put them on the shelf what and they mean? were free. 
what, what? information oh, yeah, yeah. about the movie? Yeah, they were they we were kind of like they, 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 they were kind of like enticements for the the people to buy the tape because all the all the actual tapes were like a hundred dollars, weren't they? Yeah, they were yeah, crazy yeah. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say that I'm much younger. Uh, <laughs> DVDs and oh, right, yeah, yeah, when I got started at Video Easy, it was the DVD. Well, what VHS year? What year? What, what, what year were we talking? Because because um, like no, it was like ninety nine two thousand that sort of DVD started. Well, I graduated high school in two thousand and six, mm-hmm. and I would have oh, started working there when I was fifteen or sixteen. So, so I'd like two thousand two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so DVDs DVD were town, yeah. Yeah, DVDs sure. were it, and if yeah. anything, we got one or two VHS of the big. Mm movies you know and it was like row and row and row and row and row yeah. of dvds on the new release shelf and then this like one sad little vhs down the bottom and we yep, still had yep. that big bulky rewinding machine behind yep, the counter yep, yep. and then they phased it out did video easy have an adult section hell yeah, yeah. it did yeah i went through this is a good segue we had this we had this thing on the front counter you probably had one too yeah. it's called the videola which was like the the encyclopedia of every yes. fucking film that was ever released and it was this like director's info i'm talking a, cast like so if it was, it was like, like a reference a, foot, it was like leonard a foot, yeah. yeah what's that one with the maps that yeah. everyone used to use uh melways the Refidex or whatever for your maps yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, yeah it was yeah. like a it was this huge book on the counter that was bolted down like a pen at the bank and it was, and you just go, you'd, every film had a code, like an ISBN number on yeah. a book. And uh, I, when it was quiet, I used to go through the adult section in that and highlight all Treated. the best names of films. Like Edward Penis Hands. Like Edward oh, Penis Hands. Yeah. And this is a good segue. To a film that we're talking about in two weeks. To a film that we're going to talk about in two weeks' time. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, there were some well, really, really good. I remember walking very slow past that yeah, section. Yeah, definitely. A lot of it times. was always the section that was closest to the counter as well, so you could keep an eye on it, make sure kids weren't uh, stealing yeah, stuff yeah. as well. Really? The creepiest okay. thing was that we had a deal where um, you could get seven weekly movies for seven dollars. Oh, bang! Yeah, the so best. Keep all so the classics. No new releases. That was my yeah, uni holidays. Yeah, just exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hundred, four hundred DVDs so a week. So cheap, and, smash yeah. them. Right. And then I still distinctly remember this one guy, this one guy, (laughs) he would come in every Friday night and he was obviously looking after his kids. It's a small town. I know who he is to this day. And his wife was a nurse. Mm. Wait, what's your listenership in Gundawindi, Queensland? (laughs) Um, And his wife was a nurse. So she was always shift working on a Friday. So he'd come in with the kids every Friday night and they'd get seven for seven. Come up to the counter. And it was six kids' movies and one porn. Oh, no. <laughs> and the oh, funny thing is, wow. like, when they hand you this stack of movies, yeah. the porn's on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. But of they've course. all got locks in yeah. them. Mm. So then I go over to the unlocking machine and I'm one by one unlocking, and the porn ends up straight on top back over to the counter. Yeah. Oh, Just no. these like, for you. Land before time. Bill? Land before time yeah, two. Land before time three. Yeah, land yeah. before time four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toy some, Story two. And then some time and for Edward Penis hands. <laughs> oh no! And then Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story two. XXX. Yeah. Toy Story. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to at our local video store, Sandy Bay Video in Tassie. <laughs> there was a, the guy that had the store. Um, I should call him. I'm going to call him Gary. It's not his real name. You can you can find this. Yeah. But there was Gary's Picks, and he used to have all his like favorite films out. And I used to go through to the adult section and replace all his films with adult films. <laughs> yeah. Put them on the, yeah. Put them back we on the shelf. We had tags. <laughs> you are a skill. Yeah. Every um, staff member had a little tag that would clip onto the shelf for new releases, and you'd go in and change, like, Mitch's Choice, yeah. you know, Jane's Choice, Sarah's Choice. Yeah. And you'd just go in and move it every now choice. and then so that you could yeah. recommend it. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it was just the thing where every time that you went in, to work, your choice was on porn. Oh, yeah. You know, definitely. like that was just the go to yeah, yeah. gag. Definitely. You yeah. know, it's a classic. Yeah. It's never getting old. Well, we should probably talk about a movie. Yeah. Totally. Um, what are we talking uh, about? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Um, we'll recut that into the nostalgia episode later. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I could talk about working in a video store. Same. Or yeah. yeah. New yeah, pod okay. idea? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so, uh, obviously, never seen this movie. Opening with a absolute banger. No doubts. I'm just a girl. Yeah, um, sultry strains of Gwen yeah. Stefani. Gwen Stefani, but that opening shot, and I, I want to talk to you about this. Is this a, a like an homage to Psycho? Because huh. uh, no, it's the opening shot yeah, goes over the, the over the water, but goes mm. through the the window, right. which is a <gasps> is Psycho and and yeah. the remake. Uh, Do you know were, what it's also similar to? Is the birdcage. Yes, mm. okay. the Robin Williams yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. They just I've switched from the speech for Miami. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. But 
but I just thought, hey, yeah. Um, but I just, I, uh, I, I was just like, this is a bold opening shot. <laughs> um, totally. Some of the camera uh, work in this was amazing. This has, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I no, thought we would get to shot. it later, but yeah, that, 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 we can yeah, 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 we'll I was about to say that. Yeah. But um, the whole dream sequence is bonkers. Let's, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Just touching on the no doubt thing, when they put that in. No doubt it hadn't broken yet, right. so nobody knew who they were. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then I guess it was ninety seven. Well, when they were the, when they the, were ma- editing the, it, um, and then when it came out, they were huge, right? So the screenwriter had said we should use No Doubt for this opening sequence. They're mm. a really cool, kind of like pop punky band or whatever. Mm. And the studio was like, they're too edgy. We can't do wow. it. They're really? Because nobody knew who they were. They were kind and then of by the Kingdom, started, right? yeah. King, Kingdom comes out and, and then just by the sells time it landed, squillion. they were huge and they were kind of like, you need to put more No Doubt in the movie. Right. And I was like, no, we've got the opening. The rest is all 80s stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, soundtrack is great in this movie. I should be. Uh, B2 dubs. Yeah. Every five lines in my notes that I was taking throughout this was the soundtrack is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's great. So we open up uh, again. Uh, I, I mean, that opening shot is bold and uh, and great. And then it just cuts into them watching uh, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Um, and, uh, and I'm not going to lie, like, I think the first 20 minutes of this movie, I was like, I am not enjoying this at <laughs> all um, because I felt like it was just like Mira Sorvino was overacting and all of this sort Academy of stuff. Academy Award winner. Yeah, Mira Savino. Fresh off the red Yeah. Which is an interesting career choice. Yeah. But but then it just switches at a certain point yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, I'm into this. Um, but so two mates um, living together in, in a crazy... But where do they live? Venice. In Venice Beach, yeah. 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 Um, so, they're, so they're in Venice Beach. One of them is working. At a uh, Jag (laughs) service um, dealership, yeah, Yeah. and uh, we get cut to great, and and the I was sort of like, (sighs) and then Janine Garofalo turns up, and you're like, okay, things are things are turning around. I I I very much like. I have so much time for Janine Garofalo, like the most, the absolute most. Um, Everybody was in love with her during the night. I think that there was a certain kind of person who was in love with Janine Garofalo in the 90s. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know what I, mean? I don't think there was much like her at that time. Yeah. Yeah, she was very... I she, don't, she was a real trailblazer. It's like, there's also, like, have we got anyone since <laughs> that is like... Lizzie Janine? Kaplan? Yeah. Like, yeah. who really goes down that kind of dark, sarcastic, yeah. what's the, what obviously. About, what's, what's her name from um, Parks and Rec? What's her name? Jean- oh, yeah. Jean- April Lodge. Oh, oh, yeah. April Plaza. Uh, April Plaza. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a pretty good reference there for Janine Groffley for sure. Mm. Mm. Um, so, But so, talking about Pretty Woman, it was it was weird because it's I don't think it's like a sort of metatextual kind of a movie, but it kind of like from like kind of, you know, the first real shot of the movie, like it's kind of, it's being arch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's But also, uh, and, and, and again, like uh, it was that thing of watching this and just going for the first two minutes, like, oh man, like I really, I'm not sure what's going on here. But then you sort of rethink about it and there's that sort of thing about their relationship yeah. where, where they're sitting there and Michelle is sitting there. It's like, yeah, it's not funny but wouldn't that be great? And like, it's, it's that sort of like, you know, they're, uh, they're sort of opening up their, you know, sort of their yeah, relationship. It's like, like we, we know this isn't real. We're not part of this. Yeah. And then like that split second and I'm kind of like, but I just get so sad when they don't let us shop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. which is just so like Lisa Kudrow yeah. and this is well, that's, amazing. Yeah. That was the pretty woman reference, right? Cause she's oh, I just gets so happy when they, when, when they, they finally let us shop. And yes, but then they're like big, huge, yeah. Yeah. huge, huge. But they're like all throughout the film, <laughs> they're like pretending scene. to be pretending to Such be someone. Such a satisfying scene in that movie. Mm. And yeah. the whole thing. And then that, that they tied it all up. The neat little bow on the end of the film is when they're like, well, Retail, you work in retail, that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. you're allowed but, to but, do but that. I think that that opening skulls. exchange, I thought it was interesting to me because, like, I had some sort of sketch of awareness of what the movie was. Yeah, you know, they kind of played kind of, I was just expecting them just to be flat out dummies, but they're not like, like that, that, that first scene, like, kind of flipped or, or destabilized what because obviously they're not brain geniuses. But, 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 <laughs> brain geniuses. <laughs> Everybody's favorite type of genius. Yeah. But, but, yeah. But, but, Stable geniuses. Like, like they yeah. have, like, the whole thing Rocket is, surgeons. is that they look at the world in a completely different mm. way. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think that they established that well 
very mm. quickly. You know, and it is that thing of, you know, 10 years after school and you're still living with, you know, the same person from high school or you're still sort of living in that world and you haven't sort of moved on. And, uh, and I think that's a really actually like a really common thing for a lot of people where they just sort of live in the that world of oh you know this was a comfortable place to be and mm. you know and you don't sort of stretch from that but um so they find out that uh the uh you know that there's the uh, um the reunion happening um from Janine Graffalo who what is it I love that she was the the, the fast uh like the fastest Yeah, for the lady filter. on the go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's burns twice as fast. Yeah. Invented yeah. the paper. I yeah. like that quick like double time uh, shot. Yeah, the double time shot of like that. But also, but also I love the fact that it's like, it's the cheapest looking shot as well because yeah, that, that, that like, fake cigarette. That yeah. fake cigarette Very is fake. like, yeah. <laughs> they, they spent so much money on the music that they couldn't they were just, Yeah, they were Can we just back. back up because uh, two steps because uh, I always maybe, I always like maybe to Ken, ask, you should do the, well, I always like to ask if you could, ant- I mean, maybe we've talked oh, yeah. a bit about it Sorry. already, but yeah. if you could anticipate what we thought of this movie, what would you say? What would you expect us to think of this movie? I have the expectation that you guys really wouldn't have liked it until they hit the reunion. Yeah. So obviously the premise of the film, Romy Michelle's High School Reunion, mm-hmm. is that they're living away from town and they yep. get find out there's a reunion and they go back to kind of face that they were the kind of like duo outsiders that never mm-hmm. fit into mm-hmm. a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take a while for it to get going in the beginning, I feel. Like, they don't hit that. Yeah. Like, how long is it before they even f- mention the word reunion? Like, you know, they're, they're a while minutes. in there, and yeah, then there's yeah. a lot of build-up before they even leave L.A. to go to the reunion yeah. as well. Like, just kind of, like, I extended makeover. I think when, when they have the fight when they're driving is yeah. pretty much exactly That's the halfway point yeah. of yeah. the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like at the you could get 20 minutes in, and you'd be like, what am I doing? And you don't really get the payoff yeah. until they hit that reunion. So I, that was but, my thing. No, but to be honest, I, I was, I, I bought in before that. Um, yeah. uh, That's great. But, really? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but, cool. but, but you are completely right. That first 20, and, and especially because you just have to, um, like, especially Mira Savino, because it like, you're kind of used to Lisa Kudrow from yeah. Friends, like that sort of character. It's hard to break her out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, that's why but, she did this. Yeah. She we, was on Friends at the time and wildly successful. <laughs> yeah. She said to her agent, bring me some indies or something weird. Yeah. Like, I just want to do And it is yeah. she's she's like super weird. a really weird. smart lady, right? Like, yeah. Oh, she's, my God. Yeah. She was like, went to Vassar and yeah, studied yeah. and like, she knew the screenwriter from when she was at the Groundlings, the right. LA oh, improv she, so she was in Groundlings. She was at Groundlings. So ah. the origin, the way the film originated was the screenwriter uh, was at Groundlings with Lisa Kudrow, and it right. was originally a play um, called, called the Ladies, ladies Room, room. Yeah. and it was set in a ladies' room at a Mexican restaurant, and the whole film, the whole play, sorry, was just different types of ladies coming into coming this in. women's room right. and, and having like interactions with each other. And is it and the same actors doing? Rummy and different... Michelle were yeah, uh, oh, Lisa you know, Kudrow, different no? people f- okay. for a couple of different things. But uh, Rummy and Michelle are kind of these valley girls who come into the right. Mexican restaurant ladies' room, and Lisa Kudrow originated the role. Right. Yeah, yeah. and then okay. went on years later to be in Friends, and then when this was in development to be a movie, the screenwriter was like. Hey, well, Lisa, I know you're looking for stuff outside of Friends. Let's do this. And yeah. she's like, yeah, I'm in. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting. Did did any did anybody from Friends actually have a background apart from her in like stand-up or improv or sketch or anything? I'm not sure whether they know. did. I have no idea, but do you want another mm. fact about this I movie that, that relates mm. to Friends? Yeah. Sure. Janine Garofalo turned down Monica. Really? No shit. No shit. Seriously. Huh. Yeah, that's sort of, well, I mean, I read on the internet, so probably not, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Courtney Cox started in a Bruce Springsteen video. I so, know. Uh, you know. I had cause to look that up recently. And what, why not? Why wouldn't you be watching okay, yeah. Dancing in the Dark? Dancing in the Dark. Uh, oh, shit. It's you know, yeah. constantly. Stage, and right? yep. it's, yeah. yes. When he goes, hey, baby. And that's the baby. Mm. Yep. <laughs> that's shit. the baby. <laughs> I'm going to be that baby. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so we, um, uh, the, the 
I, I, I did they love that sequence. A, they find out that there's the reunion happening, and um, and I love that sequence when they're filling out the form in the uh, the the um, the laundromat, yeah. and they're just like, oh, what are we doing? I love sock. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really great callback to that at the at the end of the movie mm. where I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but where Lisa Kudrow's like, I didn't know that our lives weren't that great until you told me that they weren't. It was a when we were filling a, up mm, that form. That is a because it is really Mira Savino who kicks off that yeah. kind of doubt. Yeah, yeah, in the duo. Yeah, I think the thing I struggled with is Mira Savino, like, and her intonation and her voice. Where it's yeah, sort of she's definitely sort of like really trying to put a voice on, and, See, and that's and that the voice. Have no, you like you know the, the reference though, no. like the Valley Girl kind of reference? Yeah, like yeah. that is bang but, on. No, but 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 it was just it was just more because you know like you know Mira Salvino as an actress, and it sort of just what felt did you like, know her from beforehand? Uh, Mira Salvino, <laughs> probably um, what's that um, the monster one uh, that she's oh uh, mimic mimic um. Yeah. She's in uh, Mimic. Yeah. I knew. I used That's to. Guillermo I used to Del love. Toro, right? Yeah. yeah. Really? I used to love yeah, yeah. Uh, replacement killers. Yeah. I used to watch I, that. Ed Mira like from anything. Fantastic. This. Fantastic actor. And I, I was madly in love with her. Will and Grace. And yeah. I think that was about it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But She's no, great. it would just, It just took me. And but again, like as I said, like it was that first twenty minutes, and then I was just like, I'm in. Like that's mm. great. You know, and and I really like the, um, and so they get the, um. You know, and they they sort of fill out the forms, and then they um and the um the sequence with um the the guy at the Jaguar um Ramon Ramon and oh, uh, Ramon Ramon and <laughs> and it's like you got to give me something, and one of my like I'm eight such... years old watching that, and I'm like ha ha ha, ha. I have <laughs> hey, no idea what's going on. It's a slimy Latino, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's some really questionable nights. Yeah, there exactly. is, but, but also. But also, one of my favourite lines in probably any movie is, "You have to say something nice about my penis." <laughs> it's like well, you have to say something nice about my penis. <laughs> just Your penis polite. is so big. I'm coming. Get off me. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yep, yep. Um, job done. You brought up the Valley Girl thing. Is it Bang on Valley Girl? Because to me, it seemed kind of. Um, I think it's very uh, Valley Girl adjacent. Yeah, which which is which is kind of what. No, but this is kind of what I I, I dug about this whole thing. It's mm. it's the same way that they're not just played as dumb. You know what I mean? Like their their own thing that that kind of feels like it references like a lot of things that you're familiar with, but 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 it's just like five degrees off of how, quote unquote, dumb blondes or like Valley Girls are presented and that kind of makes the film kind of actually interesting. Yeah, I think it's like... It's an improv inter- like interpretation of a Valley Girl. Yeah. So it's like the, the screenwriter, obviously not a Valley Girl. Well, ob- not obviously. So the screenwriter wasn't <laughs> a Valley Girl, but she was living in LA, so she'd observed this kind of crowd, right? And it's that thing where it's like improv and characters and kind of impersonations where you take something and you heighten it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of what it is where it's like there's a lot of that reference point of the Valley Girl in there enough for you to recognize it, but it's twisted that little bit where it makes it a successful yeah. interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. You immediately I mean, recognize what that character is, but it's different enough for it to be new and engaging. Yeah. And and also the same way because around the uh, time in the movie we're talking about, there's kind of this semi-montage where they kind of like reckon with where they were structurally at the high school, you know what I mean? In terms of yeah, social yeah, cast or yeah, whatever. Flashback which is, which is the like, A group? Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I want to talk to you about. It's like, I find that trope just the dreariest fucking thing. Over here, you've got the sportos and they're the nerds and it's just a well that it feels like movies go to again and again and again. And I was just wondering Definitely how that, how yeah. you relate to that trope and how how you... How you think it works in Romeo and Michelle. It's one of those things where I think it's overdone, definitely, mm. especially now. I, th- I think that the most famous example of that would be Mean Girls. Yeah. You know, like totally. the most memorable version of that. It's like the apotheosis of something. Yeah. You know, the cool Asians. Like, that's very... I think Mean Girls did a really good job of kind of, like, taking that idea and fucking with it in a really cool way. Yeah. Um, Does but, that play as well in Australia, do you think? I don't know, because it's that thing where it's like... I don't think it's as applicable to Australia because there's kind of like that tall poppy syndrome mm. that's like so existent in Australia where it's kind of like you'll never really admit 
that that could exist mm. here, I don't think, but yeah. you also kind of know what they're talking about. You know, yeah. like you can see you it in a way. It, totally. Yeah, you get it, yeah. you know. Like but surely it doesn't exist in the way it's portrayed. You know what? I don't think it exists in the no, way it's portrayed. No, well, you know what? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 You tell um, me, Mike. No, uh, so uh, I've got um, my uh, brother-in-law, like sister, um, lives in the US and her son is um, goes to, you know, like a, a college now and he plays f- like played football and all of that sort of stuff. And I was talking to him and I'm like, this sounds like a, just you're making this up. Like how seriously they take it. And, but also how they, they like beta capify and all of yeah. that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. Like mm. all of that stuff exists. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's, it's, and it's just not bonkers. The, not on like, the kind of like, I guess turned make, up party crazy to make a thing film yeah. though, you, need is, to, but it's like, you need to like put a little stonk on it, turn yeah. it up a little bit and, Make it an, an over-exaggerated character. Yeah, the thing that I loved about, like, the way that they did that in that group, in this film, is that they group everyone off. They're like, oh, are we the A group? Are we the B group? Or it's like, who was the C group? And it's like, oh, it's the nerds and stuff like and that. And we're definitely not the D group. Definitely not the D yeah. group. And then it's kind of like, well, who are you? And yeah. then it really sets up that they're this duo that mm. kind of exists outside, outside of, of that it. system. Yeah. And them kind of clashing against that system, trying to find a way to put themselves in it, is kind of the premise for the whole film. Mm. Yeah. And yep. it's like, you don't have to be a part of that system. You're the duo. Yep. That's the exception, not the rule. Do, do you reckon they spend a lot of the budget on those um, uh, shots of cutting into the, the book Jerry and yeah. pulling out of the book? <laughs> yeah. 1997, like, man. But also, but also there's like some shots of like that they pulled out of the book and I'm like, that's not a photo. Like, <laughs> yeah. But maybe this is a good time to talk about it because the cinematography is like kind of amazing. amazing. They're, they're, they're just moving the camera around oh like way God. more than yeah, usually um, would in a film like this. You know what I mean? So everyone who's seen the film will know, but there's a very extended dream sequence yeah. in the middle of the film, which yeah. is like, what, 10 or 15 minutes of no, this it's movie? Minutes. And, and, and it's also 20 minutes. minutes. Signal that no. that's happening. No, but which just is good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, like, I, Genius. you know, if I was, if I was, like, you know, like, I just loved it. And, and, and I, I, I sort of pegged it when they do that full sort of yeah. uh, swoop in shot and I'm like swooping in I and the girls walking into yeah. the, yeah. Into and, the and no, reunion no, and no music or, like, there's no, a little they, bit of the where weird, it's like weird music yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah that's amazing <laughs> okay so you know you know that shot where um uh Mira Sorvino is walking into the dream hotel and Lisa Kudrow is tailing her yeah and it's just the yeah yeah, and it's this moving. Kind of uh, it's it's just kind of like the steady it's cam. It's very surreal. Yeah. It's and, really, and the, but it's crazy. Kind of like eerie and kind of almost Lynchian about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch that and I was like, that's both, a Twin Peaks shot. Yeah, yeah they're kind of both sure. in black and it's all red and it's just like kind of. Similarly blonde updos as well. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there's a moment where uh, they the camera's following Lisa Kudrow and Mira's kind of in front of her. Yeah. And uh, there's like kind of like a little second where. Lisa Kudrow kind of turns to the right with like almost a quarter of her face and you can recognize that it's her. And before that, it's kind of like, which one is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is really yeah. trippy. Yeah. It's kind of really artful. Yeah. I, I guess shout outs to Reynaldo Villalobos who did the Villalobos. cinematography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was kind of half wondering whether he's... Did he uh, go on to... Well, it looks like most of his uh, cinematography is kind of broad uh, Hollywood comedies. We got... Uh, not another team movie. Oh, Juana Man. Genius. Um, oh my Juana Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, he did Major League. I love Major League. We Major ought to do Major movie. League. He's done some interesting stuff. Yep. He did Risky Business. Oh actually. hello. Yeah, yeah. Well, he shot that. Oh, oh, fuck. So he no, but shot that whole sequence with no, like Love that, on a Real Train. The most. Yeah. The that most, was that. Yeah. One of the most famous. Sequences yeah. in film history yeah. with, um, with old uh, Scientology pants coming out in his undies. And yeah. funny, we were talking about the name that Hollywood uses when they don't want to credit director. Yeah. He he was a cinematographer on a film called An Alan Smithy Film, which is the yeah. name. Colin Burn Hollywood Burn. I don't know what that is. And he, <laughs> and, and he directed six episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh, oh no shit. Well, so fucking good on you, Ronaldo. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... Uh, Romy and Michelle, uh, after after uh, getting the uh, the doesn't work so well, uh, the uh, 
the car and yeah, the um, Polina Jag. Yep, Polina Jag. Sort of sex Fake work sex. adjacent behavior. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was that sort of first moment of uh, and 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 I did like that scene. It was like when when she says, "Oh, you know, I blew everyone in the." Um, in the you in know the, the mechanic office, shop, yeah, and she does, she's and she's like, like yeah. "You actually thought I did that?" And she's like, you "No actually, judgment, though." You, no, but it's like you actually thought I did that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, that was, and, it was and that just was like, well played because they just kind of drop it after that, yeah, as well, which like, is yeah. the funniest no, way. No, to do but it. no, but I, I almost felt like because this was the point, because is it like it almost keeps that romantic comedy beat of like, so when are they going to split off and be upset with each other? You know, like, yeah. a, you know, and, and so usually in a romantic scenes. comedy, it's sort of the last 20 minutes, whereas yeah. they, they sort of hit the halfway the problem point. Here? Um, and, and so that was that, uh, you know, um, uh, sort of Romy sort of like, Oh, right. You just thought that that was, Something and then um, and then when they're driving and then it's the uh, the invention of the uh, the sticky note um, or oh, the 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 post invented post it invest and and it's like well but you don't think I could invent that and and that and that was that sort of point of okay so it actually like that was a really interesting like and like this movie is bonkers crazy as far as like where like everything happens um, but yeah it was that that moment of like okay so we're we're splitting up, literally, like, as you said, Kane, like halfway through the movie. Mm. Um, and then, but then, but then you realise, oh, we're doing this because we've got a twenty-minute dream sequence coming up uh, that no one fucking expects. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about. Actually, let's talk about the dream sequence mm. after a word from a sponsor. Not the sponsor. Another sponsor. Yeah. We have opened the floodgates. We've got to take all comers. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So. This episode is brought to you by Hotel at Home. Crisp sheets, luxury toiletries, and a personalized touch anticipating your every need. Shh, shh, we've got this. Relax and fall into our tender embrace. That's what you'll be telling people when you use Hotel at Home. You'll be thrust into the high-stakes, high-pressure world of drudge work in an uncaring, multinational hotel chain. Cleaning carts, guess who are always pulling at your skirts and saying they, quote, wouldn't mind to stay under there. The dispiriting feeling of seeing the cracks and deterioration behind the glossy facade of this hotel, a crumbling that mirrors the erosion of your soul. Plus, you get a cranky manager named Frank who barges in on you when you're just trying to snatch five minutes by yourself in the service stairway. Hey, what's the matter with you? You smoking again? Get up to room 1280. Someone just blasted a huge load into the hairdryer again. There's cum <laughs> all over the walls and it's drying quick. Plus, use coupon code DEJA and you'll get two free loads of filthy towels to clean because the machines in the laundry room are broke again. You'll take them home and wash them while your sickly one children look on. You'll wonder how your life came to this. How did your home become a hotel? Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, hotel and home. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so <laughs> we just need to get to this dream sequence. It is bonkers. It's it's so good, but it's twenty minutes of this movie. It's amazing that a studio let that happen. Yeah, and, and no. when precisely does it begin? I guess uh, that's my question. No, it's the it's that it's that opening, like that huge sort of like the the camera shot of um uh you know uh, Michelle getting out of the car and then following to her the crazy into music, the, the plinky yeah, music. yeah 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 um. And because she's been it's the first scene after the fight in yep. the desert. Yep. And it cuts straight into it. And I was just like, like, you know, like I worked out relatively early that this was a dream sequence, but it was just, but I was like, what how was, was this, how was this on? going so long? What was the how first thing that clued you, you on to the dream sequence? Yeah. I didn't actually realize for ages. I think really? I was taking notes and stuff. I think, I, uh, I think that that shot, that uh, walking in shot. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It I didn't just, realize Tilly floated out of the car. I was about to say, Tilly Sandy floated out of the car. Of no, car. Yeah. no, it, 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 it weirded me out that shot. Um, and, uh, and the fact that it followed and the door opens without anyone opening it for them. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're already this on is a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> I loved it. it There's was... so many small nuances about the dream sequence that I really like. Like, did you guys notice all the stuff in the room? 
no. in the reunion room. Is this so, kind of like the This Is America um, clip, like the Childish Gambino? <laughs> like you're looking around the background, there's a lot of hidden meanings. Yeah. So many hidden meanings in this space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's like when she walk, when Lisa Kudrow first walks in, there's like a little sign. It's the Christie Room, yep. hmm. which is obviously the name of the, of the high school bully, mm-hmm. the popular huh. girl. And then there's all of these huge blow-up posters of Christie, like all around the room. Hmm. But the thing that's really interesting to me is all the balloon arrangements in the room are the magnets that they stick to her back as a prank. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no there's shit. like a cactus, oh, there's a banana. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and yeah. there's also just apparently like, I never noticed this until years of doing readings after, but there's a lot of like cardboard cutouts of like celebrities and stuff like that oh, in really? the background if you pay attention. Huh. Right. Just, just like James Dean and stuff like that at the reunion, <laughs> but a cardboard cutout. Because David Merkin, he was like the director of the film. He was um, responsible for coming on to Simpson. He directed like a bunch of the Simpsons seasons six and seven, I think. But he was responsible for making the Simpsons bizarre and weird and yeah, really like those, those whole dream sequence Elements of The Simpsons are all him. Is that like that Johnny Cash episode? Oh, the one, the, uh, the, the what's it called? The, yeah, the Guatemalan Insanity yeah, Peppers. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I think that was season eight, episode it's nine. Time, mm. yeah. I think he was around there. Yeah, probably then. That's season eight, episode nine. That's my favorite episode, so I know exactly what it is. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, he was responsible for a whole bunch of that stuff. And clearly, this is his little, uh, his little weird It's really wild. It took me so long to clock. Do you, I think it was I, when when she, when uh, Romy, I, Romy's Mira leader, Savina. Mira Savina. No, yeah. uh, was, well, Michelle. Michelle, when Michelle. Michelle gets hit by the car oh, and she goes amazing. like eight oh miles into the I, air. and it's amazing. I didn't, so but I didn't clock even then. I'm like, that's crazy. I like, like they're, <laughs> they're going really more broad yeah. with the comedy than they have yeah. prior. So and, the person flying in the air is a stunt person, but the person rolling atop of, on top of the car is really loose. Lisa yeah, yeah. Oh, really. Yeah. And, and she improvised. She improvised the ow ow. Ow, ow. <laughs> That's so good. It wasn't in the script it's or anything. Great. Regular great. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the moment I twigged was when um uh the, she's in she's in the, the lady limo with, with comes with, over the top. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's in uh, she's in like a Law and Order or some sort of show. I, I yeah. like that actress. Practice. What's that? Practice. Show? Peak practice or whatever it's called. Uh, peak practice. Mm. Peak practice. It's great practice. Um, practice. But uh, but no. Uh, yeah. When her head sort of comes yeah. over the top. Yeah. Um, I'm like, this is too weird. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Alan Cumming like. But, kind but of, also, but like, Alan Cumming levitates yeah, out of does. the limo but, as yeah. well with but, so much the, the like whole... facial prosthetics on as well. Who and. And just a callback to our little women, he looks so much like Gabby Byrne. <laughs> oh, right, with the prosthetics. Oh, yeah. He looks so much like Gabrielle Byrne, like it with the with the prosthetics on. Yeah. But also, this is like Alan Cumming had a really sort of solid five to six years of being in Hollywood movies. This was his like, first American film. Was it? Yeah. Well, Sure. Really? Well, because mm-hmm. he was Boris in uh, Goldeneye. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, that was before. And, then, and then this was 97, so that... Um, and then he did... Um, uh, I think he was in the Spice Spice Girls movie. Mm-hmm. Um, trash, isn't um, he? But he was in... Um, but no, but, <laughs> no, but he was in Josie like, and the Pussycats. I know, well. I know. Yeah. But he's, um, he's, he's really kind of that guy. What did, was he... He was a stage guy, right? Yeah, yeah, cabaret kind of guy. Yeah. I feel like he's yeah. probably he still drawn is. to like all of those films have like really camp elements, and I yeah. think this has a real camp element yeah. to it as yeah. well. And I, I wouldn't be surprised but, if that's but what this is the in. least camp role for him. Like Definitely. to be honest, like yeah. he's just straight edged. And well, he talks about know. it on his website because I was looking at his website the other day after watching this again, and he's talking about how like it was his first American film, and they were sitting down at the table read, and the reunion set in Tucson, Arizona, mm. which yeah. is spelled with the C and then an S. Yeah. Mm. And he said, said one Tucson. of the one of the actors at the table said Tucson, and he was like laughing in his head. He was like, "It's Tucson, you idiot!" <laughs> and then somebody else said Tucson. And he was like, "Oh, I've made a oh, huge shit. mistake." <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was really interesting to watch. <laughs> like they spent twenty minutes, like genuinely twenty minutes of yeah. of the because I, like you know when they when they had the fight and I sort of hit the little sort of pause button and I saw it was like oh it's like we're forty five minutes into this movie. And I'm like, because, you know, usually the fight happens, what, like 10 to 15 minutes before the end of the and movie? Then you get and, then they, and then they get the, re- the resolution. And I was like, wow, okay. So they're, 
there's there's going to be a lot of stuff going on at this reunion. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's kind of smart though? Because they, I like, think it's it, great. The, the no, movie's like Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, and they get to do the reunion twice. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, of that sequence. Great. Yeah. No, was it I. Same, it was the same venue for both with yep, the dream sequence yep, and the. Yeah. Yep. Kind of, no, was it? Was I thought no, it was. No, so it was. No, no, but it was no, but the, the it, styling it, because, was a lot different. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like I saw uh, because it, it it felt and that's again like that dream sequence thing where I was like that seems like a fairly audacious place for a high school. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh no, no, they're actually having it there. Have you guys um, ever gone to a, a reunion? A yeah. Did you guys go I to was, your high school reunion? I, ha- I have, I have. Never in a million my years. No, I, I would never. Did anyone? Did you, did you ever, <laughs> did you I ever go to, to a one? You, um, no. I was like, got lumped no. into a Facebook group where people were talking about organizing it. Yep. And I was like, I will consider it once you have plans. Yeah. And then I didn't. So I, I think it to, fell apart. Yeah, actually, I don't think yeah. anyone ever ended up throwing it. What about you, Seb? Well, no, 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 I haven't. But I keep for some. I don't know. Somehow they keep finding out where I live. If I move house, I'll get invites sent to my house. Did um, you? But dude, I've never been. I've never been to one. On you? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how they know where I am. But every like five years or so, whenever the reunion pops up, they're like. It doesn't feel like as much of a thing anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not in contact with a single person I went to high school. Yeah. With. The internet means that you doesn't you don't have to go to a high school reunion though. Like if you ask me what yeah. one of my friends from high school's doing or someone that I know from high school, chances are I'm in touch with them online thanks to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or something like that. And I already know, so I don't mm. have to go and see them. Mm. You know, it's not that huge catch up because we've yeah. not seen each other in ten years. It's like I see your shit well, posts every day. Yeah. No, I like I, I, I got invited because I uh, I was living with uh, um, a mate of mine who you know, we went to high school together, and he got roped into organising the thing uh, for the tenth. The, the, the oh tenth, and and, <laughs> and he got so upset because I'm like, because because the same night uh, we just had a studio party at the studio that I just moved into because um, I had started working for myself ten years ago, and uh, and I was like, I'm not going. To that bullshit. Why would, like, I do that? why would I do that? Like mm. that's just moving backwards. Um, and then yeah, so like next year will be twenty years, and uh, it's fucking oh. crazy. Mm. Um, time after time. time my friend such a good soundtrack, man. Such a good soundtrack. I, I actually love Cindy Lauper. Yeah, me best. too. Me too. I found there's a good uh, you know Spotify playlist of this soundtrack. A quarter of a million dollars getting that song. I was mad. Really? Like, that song. What? Was, yeah. The soundtrack for this film cost almost a million dollars, and it would have. It would hundred and forty thousand dollars of that soundtrack budget. Oh, that was. And you know what? Lauper. And you know what? Like when that when that tune kicks in, and you're like. Oh, because they play it twice. That's yeah. why they get really yeah, good mileage out of fucking. Yeah. It's over the. It was going to be a smart, right? That was yeah. peak movie soundtrack. Yeah, you know oh, what I mean. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you buy made money off a movie yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, she like yeah, Cindy Lauper owned the Goonies, one of the biggest films of all time. So yeah. if you can get a Cindy Lauper track, yeah, that's your yeah. soundtrack fodder. She so she's doing. okay, so we've had the we've had the crazy bonkers, uh, you know, um, mm, dream, sequence. dream sequence. And Lisa Kudrow uh, can't keep her top on as well. Like, she's oh, like, she looks fantastic. I forgot my top. Yeah, forgot it's my top. It's very booby. There's so, a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of boobs yes, in this There's movie. a lot of cleavage. Very booby. Yeah, I mean, it's the 90s. Yep. I mean, my uh, <laughs> my 14-year-old self that was uh, mildly obsessed with... Uh, boobs. With all oh, boobs in general. But um, <laughs> Mira Sorvino, especially from the replacement killers and other things, was just like, oh, my God, they're... They're, they're, it's really, mm. yeah, they're really 14 year old you is very angry at you for not watching this film <laughs> for not before seeing, yeah, I exactly. I'm like wow yeah. it was very booby but not very midriffy and I feel like the <laughs> 90s were very midriffy well uh, uh, what was it later, no no I think like late 2000s late 2000s because yeah. yeah. was it um, uh, Josie and the Pussycats there was like more midriff than you could yeah. poke a stick at well, the um, that's a very midriffy Mona May also an exceptional film yeah Mona May the costume designer was also the costume designer on Clueless. Um, yeah, I can see uh, that. And, you can see that on the totally color and the that. cut. And especially the use yeah. of those fluffy little feathers. Yeah, the kind of like, cufflinks. it's like a garment with a ridiculous element added to it yeah. just yeah. for cinematic quality, which I think yeah. is great. Um, so we've, we're, you know, Lisa Kudrow wakes up and mm. we go to the the movie, uh, like we get, sorry, we go to the, um, the reunion and, um, and, you know, obviously it doesn't take too long to work out that uh, um, Romy hasn't uh, invented the uh, the uh, post-it, but um, but I didn't even clock that it was a dream sequence when she was like 
You're saying the glue stuff. Did the glue right. formula. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. She improved that too. Sorry? Yeah. That wasn't in the script. She improved that. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's um, great. Lisa Kudrow is, is amazing. a very yeah, good yeah. comedic actress. Have you guys ever watched um, that website? Friends? Comeback? Friends? Sorry? Yeah, I've seen Friends. Yeah. <laughs> you guys familiar with <laughs> a little show called Friends? There's dots between all the letters. Um, she's um, No, she's she's got an HBO series, which is kind of like a shaky cam office style right. thing about an actress who was on a famous sitcom in the 80s trying to have a comeback. Okay. It's called The Comeback. That's good. They did one season, like, early 2000s, and then it became kind of like this weird cult queer hit. Mm. And then they did another season probably like five years ago. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's real. It's a real uh, reunion, and the helicopter lands with Sandy Frank in it. Oh. And and I was gonna say, like, he rolls in because he invented the special yeah. uh, rubber. rubber or whatever. And I couldn't help but think look that at those shoes. shoes shoes look like super hip now. No, but no, no but they look he like he gets off that plane and shit. that looks like Prada. Really? So I'm yeah. not even joking. That's, okay. that's, yeah, yeah. So I mean, no, but yeah. so the the thing that I saw is like oh, he's got lifts. Like he's just trying <laughs> yeah, to be tall. He's got shape ups. He's yeah, losing yeah, yeah. weight while he walks. Yeah, but they, but they um, look really contemporary and fashion. Yeah. now. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and and that whole like I just completely bought into the movie. Right? Like so, you've got the you've got the sequence of and and, it, and it's the classic of uh, the you know the um the bully with the offsiders that uh you know um uh, it, it's it's you know in the in the in the classics it's sort of like. Oh, we're just going to leave you alone, or you know, we're not going to back you at the at the at the final sort of. Yeah, you fucked up, and we're not backing Um, you up. But uh, but yeah, it's that it's that moment of um, and that dance sequence is just so crazy and great. But it's just that thing of like, I have so bought into this movie that this is fine. Like, what do you guys think? The, the, the dance, dance sequence. sequence. Did you like it? You loved it. It's great. It's hilarious. It's, so they're making, is this made up on the fly? Or is this, like, I don't know, but it's this, weird they, as fuck because I, I was, it's so watching, based in ballet and stuff I know, as well. I was watching Mira Silvino. She definitely, she's had training, right? She I looks definitely like she's thought that Mira Silvino definitely did ballet when she totally. was yep. at some yeah. point. The fair yeah, barefoot like, as well. And the <laughs> first time I, because I laughed out loud when they do that sort of like, you know, like falling on the back and over, yeah. I was just like, that's hilarious. It's That's, so good because yeah. he's like, Sandy Frank's rolled in and he's been yeah. in love with Michelle forever and he asks her to dance with her. I'll talk but, about the Sandy Frank and Michelle relationship yeah, in a no, minute because I was about I to say, real, oh, it's my yeah. one issue with this movie. It is an issue with this And, you know, in the true sense of the duo, he asks her to dance and then she says, well, only if Rumi can dance with us. And then she's, he's like, okay. And then they just launch into this yeah. like contemporary ballet set to Cindy Lauper time after yep. time, where they finish in this pose with all three of them, yeah, yep. in this like totem esque yeah. kind of positioning, and it's just it's fucking kind of crossing genius. Back, crossing back over into the dream sequence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you could yeah. watch that and be like, "Wait, is the dream over yet?" Yes, which I think is so funny. Yeah, and it's not signposted at all no. why that would happen. Nah. No, it's so weird. And then at the end yeah. of the dr- of the dance sequence, like Romy just looks at Michelle and she's like, "I told you we should have gone to those clubs every night." Yeah, yeah. And it's like, were you dancing like that in those clubs? We they never were. really yeah. saw. They were dancing in the club. Yeah, yeah. They on. had routines, but they were more like normal routines. Was, yeah, yeah that they was were doing some like, sort of like hospital <laughs> normal routine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't go to a lot of clubs. I love that so, club uh, scene because it's yeah. one of my favorite lines. Which I mean, Seb and I've got our dance moves, but you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the film is when she's in the club and sh- and she's trying to pick up that guy because like Michelle's off trying to get a job before they go to the reunion and Rummy's trying to get them boyfriends and she's talking to this guy in the club and she's like, uh, "I have to go. I cut my foot and it's filling up with blood. Oh, <laughs> my shoes filling yes, up with blood. That was and really she drags so her funny. foot off. Like, yep. So yeah, I, I think we should um, move to that point of uh, like I was like, oh, okay, so you're together now. Like with the Sandy yeah. Frank, or, yeah. Is this yeah. like a poly conclusion? Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of the. I think it's probably the only mistake in the film is that you've got this geeky, nerdy, traditional, in the traditional sense kind mm. of guy who's pining after Michelle, and she doesn't even realize that he exists, and she calls him a geek and stuff in high school. Yeah. Isn't that nice to him? Because. And as the tone of the film says, like, oh, they were making your life hell and you were making my life hell is what she learns with Janine Garofalo just yep. by existing. But uh, she, Sandy Frank is in love with 
uh, Lisa Kudrow's character and she pays him no attention. And then the reunion and he shows up and he's got all this money in a helicopter and they have this little dance sequence. And then she just like kind of runs off with him. And then at the end, her and her best friend have a store that was funded by him. And there's kind of like no, no, but but I did like, I did like the fact that that they said, and we're going to pay him back. Yeah, like it was, it which was is always great. Like, like it was, it was, uh, it wasn't the ease just of, given to them. The ease was, of Lisa Kudrow yeah. kind of like kissing him before they get in the helicopter yeah. as well is yeah. something where I was kind of like, you yeah. didn't have to do that. No. Yeah, she's just like, oh, I guess I'll just smooch him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, like, it, yeah, it was very, it's sort of like, oh, okay. You know the yeah. thing where it's like everybody in this film is obsessed with the person that they were crushing on in high school. Yeah. And I don't know if it's maybe different now because we have the internet and we know, but the only thing that's happened to me since leaving high school, like 10 years on from high school, is me seeing the people that I used to have crushes on and being like, what was I thinking? <laughs> but, and, every but I person, love, but I love that Jack sequence. Ruffalo's. I love Judy yeah. Groves. Like, oh God, what was I thinking? But then she's like with Justin Theroux. Yeah. Who's, you know, so that like was Justin Theroux. You know, no, yeah. like the handsomest man in the world. Yeah. Um, and, and looking particularly good in that film at yeah. that moment too. But, um, but what did he become famous from? What's his like... Is he like he's in? Uh, um, I hate to do this, but I feel like he's most famous for dating Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. really? They're not together anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, but he was in, in the leftovers? In HBO show, the okay. Leftovers. Yeah, um, he was. But like, in... what, what made him famous? Like, what was his? Uh, I was, was to me, I would say Charlie's Angels for I was Throttle, just about where to he say. plays <laughs> an Irish villain who is Drew Barrymore's ex-boyfriend. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah, first yeah. point of contact with him was uh, Six Feet Under. Mm. He had he had yep. kind of a run. Yeah, an arc in there, and he's but he's just a. Is yeah, he like a host fantastic. of something in the States or something? No, no, no he's just no, one of those guys. He's a regular old that, hard body. Uh, he's in yeah, that no, other, he's got yeah. that, the hardest like, body that you could yeah. possibly. Sorry? He's yeah. in that Pussycats movie as well. Josie and the Pussycats. Is he? I think so, isn't he? Isn't he the guy The guy that, that gets in a fight with one? Is that him? Gets in a fight with one of the girls? Drew, oh, who's in the No, you think of Carson Daly. Carson Daly. Oh, fuck. Yeah, who hosted. But that whole sequence of, you know, like I love that, like, you know, but that was such a, it's just such a weird, like, you know, like throwing the cigarette butt and all of that sort of stuff and then giving her a light. And it was just, it's such an odd piece of a movie. What do you think, Kane? Yeah, they definitely wrap things up in unconventional ways. <laughs> I think that yeah. they they got themselves to a point and they're like, this is great so far. I love it. And it's like, we've got 10 minutes. Yeah. H- h- how do we, how do we end this? And they just yeah. tie some bows together, not necessarily knowing whether they actually was this tie film, together. Was, yeah. Was this film ever meant to be any, anything more than just a little bit of fun? Just well, a little throwaway the, bit of fun. Was it meant to have this like moral heart this whole kind of like it kind of does right? but there is a heart and i think that's yeah. why it's kind of become i mean for a lot of people that i know or who have a similar taste to me it's become like a cult classic that's very kind of like heartfelt mm. especially with that friendship at the center i think that duo mm. is genius but it did have a lot of problems with the studio the studio had no idea what this was what meant to, to be it. like yeah. imagine like hearing about like a 20 minute dream sequence in yeah. the middle yeah. of the film and you're just like off yeah. the back of clueless and you're yeah, trying to make yeah, like yeah. a yeah. la girl comedy about two blonde girls like yeah. it's insane mm. so i i think that it had a lot of issues with cutting like there was a lot of stuff that got reshot and a lot of stuff that's oh. not even in it like will ferrell's meant to be in this yeah, movie yeah, yeah. and he got really? cut yeah. yeah there's a bit where you know where she's like if anyone needs to make a call, I've got a phone. Mm. Apparently there's another scene where like Will Ferrell is a waiter at the reunion and he's meant to call her and then she's meant to be like taking a business call. Oh, I'm but the girls woman. work it out yeah. and Mira Salvino plays it too well that she's like crushed that the girls find out that the phone's fake, that it was yeah. too sad to put in the movie. It changed the tone. So they right. cut it. Huh. I Yeah, I didn't know where this movie was going and I actually thought how it would resolve is that they're in love with each other. Oh. Because because very early on, there's oh. that kind of reference to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should do you want to try it? To yeah. Well, that's whether... actually what I thought. Like when they're ticking through the list in the, in the laundromat, when they're like, when, and they kind of stop and look at each other. Yeah. And then I thought instead of going down the path of, oh, our lives aren't really that fascinating. I thought it was going to be more like, wow, it sounds like we're a couple. Yeah. I reckon that that's a that way been better a nice, ending. Yeah, like, that, like yeah, that nice they soul. end up a couple. I almost think like, like uh, I, I kind of. Wanna, and then the thing in the closet. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just going to throw it out like like because we watch we we watch these movies that are like you know this is almost well don't know over twenty years old. Um, 
here's a question for everyone. Do you think this movie would be made today? Nope. No. 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 It's Why? It's too weird. And if it did, it'd get like a like a straight to Netflix kind of thing where they wouldn't even no one would really mm. pay attention to it. I yeah. don't think that it would even got out of production if it wasn't for Lisa Kudrow being. Yeah. But I think it's cheaper it. and cheaper to make movies and with things like Netflix and stuff. People are mm. making smaller, weirder movies. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe it would. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Not for that budget. What was it? 20 yeah. mil. 20 mil. Uh, 20 but it did mil, make yeah. money back. Yeah. It made its money back? Yeah, I think it made like 27. <laughs> okay, on, so on a not, a, not a huge one. So not huge, but I don't think that includes the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack would have done yeah. pretty well, right? And VHS as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like that's how it found its audience. Mm. This mm. film opened the same weekend as Volcano. Oh, with yeah. Okay, so um, the hot spring scene and Dante's Peak still scares me. Um, so uh, I mean, you're throwing a lot of facts at us, Mitch. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, oh no, I, I like ruined it. You've got a fact segment. I got a fact. Yeah. Segment, um, and so, uh, so I think yeah, we're you gonna, know this movie back to front. We're gonna oh, cut. We're on, gonna oh, cut yeah. too. And 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 you know, this could be a, a spicy one, but. Uh, Let's right. go to Is That a Fact? 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 Yeah, it's a fact. So, I've got a few facts here. And just, Two of them just are real. For, just, for, just for the new, yeah. Two just of them the are real, lessons. and one of them is not real. Oh, God. Or, you can cut my earlier facts out. They won't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I think, um, yeah, look, I'm just going to dive straight in. I feel like you know this film backwards, but... Okay, so, Romy and Michelle was originally destined to be a sitcom, but they didn't think audience was, audiences would tolerate them for that long. Mm-hmm. Okay, fact number one. I'm waiting, yeah. Fact numero uno. Act two. Tori Spelling was the original choice for Michelle, as Aaron Spar- Spelling was the financier of the play, but test audiences didn't like her as the lead. Fact number three. <laughs> Romy and Michelle exist within the Tarantino universe. I'm just going to leave it there. It exists within the Tarantino universe. Okay, so just... Well, you didn't see their feet, so give me probably a quick... not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they take their shoes off when they're yeah. dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Um, okay. so Would you like to hear them give again? Give me a quick run-through. Just, right, like, just run off through. the top, just okay. a quick one. Okay, fact number one. Uh, it was originally destined to be a sitcom, but they didn't think test audiences would tolerate them for that long. Fact number two... Tori Spelling was the original choice for Michelle, as Aaron Spelling was the financier of the play. And fact number three, Romy and Michelle exist within the Tarantino universe. One yeah. of these facts is false, two are correct. Yeah, the fake one's the Tori Spelling one, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yes. Good work. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, I, I didn't tell you what you were going to win beforehand, but now it was a suitcase full of cash. Now it's just like a little bag of cash. <laughs> I'll take a bag. Just take a little bag. Well, it's well I think, I think, oh, I think wow. I think 300 bucks, that's more than I can afford. A bunch of 20 cent pieces and <laughs> yeah. you can go down to time zone. Yeah. 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 Oh. Do you know how I know this? So, like, I know that the fil- the script kicked around in development for a long time. I know mm. that, right? And and there was talk of it being a sitcom. They also made a prequel, like, straight to TV. Oh, really? Yeah, they made a straight to TV movie prequel that starred Catherine Heigl oh. in the Mira Sorvino role, uh, which did not do very well. Who was in Kudrow's shoes? I don't even rem- know. Mm. So, well, did yeah? Do yeah. you know um, Big Hoonaburger and Red Apple cigarettes make appearances yeah. in the film? Well, Mira Sabino was dating huh. Quentin Tarantino yeah. when she made this uh, movie. They were right. together at that time. And okay. the Which production designer just before she got Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bizarre. <laughs> before it got really, really fucked up. Yeah, that's more or less the story, right? Yeah. He torpedoed her career. Well, she was meant yeah, to be absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mira Sabino yeah. was meant to be a lead in Lord of the Rings, and he said no to Peter Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah, Weinstein said to Peter but Jackson. But he said that to uh, not for a number of her. people. A Mira number Sansa, of people. Mira Sabino was one Ashley of the Judd lead. as well. Ashley yeah, Judd was mentioned yeah. one of the leads Mira in Sabino Lord of the Rings. Of the f- but one of the f- Weinstein said to most Paul, talked about Weinstein yeah, to Jackson. What a yeah. fuck. Well, like Aowen? I can imagine her as Aowen. No, mm. she she was meant to be Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, no, the production de- designer, Maine Burke, uh, is also friends with Jerry Martinez, the designer who created the fake brands for Tarantino. And, yeah, it's a signature thing, Martinez said. So he... He put Tarantino's brands in this film yeah. because he was a production designer. Because there's a poster when they're uh, when they're driving to the reunion for the Apple. Is it Big Apple cigarettes? Is that what it is? Mm, red yeah. apple. Pack, Pack of red apples. apples. Pack of red apples. 
where uh, they get in the in the convertible and they're driving off and they're like, "Look out, Tucson! Here we come! Woo!" And they keep breaking down. Yeah. Uh, the poster for the cigarettes is in the background of that shot. Yeah. Um, and then I want. I, I know a lot about this movie. My other thing, <laughs> Clearly, which yes. is going to be particularly interesting to Australians, is that the the Mira Savino's role was originally offered to Tony Collette. Yeah, no off shit. the back of Muriel's yeah, wedding. Yeah. yeah, Muriel's wedding was like a surprise hit in America. Yeah, um, and they offered it to her. And I listened to a podcast with her the other day, and she was like, "Ah." Uh, I didn't want to do it, we, so we I didn't. Well, she um, said she, we don't, she, she we don't didn't talk think... about other podcasts on, <laughs> on this podcast, Mitch. <laughs> that's that's such an interesting fact that you bring that up because, as far <laughs> as I'm aware, there is no other podcast that exists in no. the world. No, there's no, there's no yeah. other. Podcast. Well, Tony Collette um, said she couldn't nail the accent. That's why she. Oh, she was that's like, why she's too terrified about doing an American. Yeah, well. But I like Mira Savino in this. Did you guys like Mira Savino? I love Mira Savino. No, it took me as I said, it took me 20 minutes to get into it, and then she is great. Like she's. But it was just, it was that it's a really sort of cold kind of like that, that whole, like when they're talking about, and she's like talking like this and it sort of, it, it feels a little bit. Yeah. It yeah. feels like uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. That's yeah. what she's definitely got. To um, but then huh. once you, once you get into it, it's Well, no, in some ways it, it is kind of like a female Bill and Ted's. Yeah. 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 A female Bill, yeah. Bill and Ted's cross with Night of the Roxbury, cross with Thelma but and it's Louise. it's just yeah. a bonkers. Like, yeah. Man, so, I watch I watched Thelma and Louise for the first time recently. Really? No oh, way! Holy fucking! It's a great shit. movie. Is that a good movie? It's a yeah. good movie. It is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ridley can yeah, make and it, that was a, a good blockbuster movie at that yeah. time. Like it was crazy successful, mm. yeah. and it just proves that you can do shit like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and it's sweet. Not generous. now. Like not now. Yeah, there's there's. You know it, what? I once stood behind Susan Sarandon at an LA airport. No. Yeah. I didn't mm. talk to her, but it's a good there's story. There's um, Burbank. It really matters mm, to, yeah. story yeah. to me. There's <laughs> a there's an ice bar in Fitzroy in Melbourne where uh, in the window there's a photo of Susan Sarandon going to the ice bar. No. Oh, and I walk yeah. past it a lot because it's not far Street. from my house. And yeah. I just always think, like, Susan Sarandon was so close to my house. Yeah. And she went to a fucking ice bar. Ice bar. <laughs> like, it's offensive yeah. to me. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I think that's a, a wrap-up of... Uh, I, I, what, what, like, have we got a sort of a consensus? Um, Kane, did you, what, like, what did you feel about this movie? Like, um, I, I, I definitely liked it a lot. I think, I think mostly because it, it was, it was interesting in that I think it, as I've kind of touched on before, I think it sort of subverted a lot of the tropes of these kind of broad comedies without completely upending them, which I think is kind of an interesting way of going about things. You know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't it wasn't a satire, it wasn't a parody, but it kind of played with the form of the kind of um, broad comedy with, you know, high school elements and stuff like that. Like it, it managed to be original within that kind of space, for want of a better word. Mm. And, um, and I thought that, both the leads were really charismatic and yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Sip? I had a great time. Really yep. loved it. Yeah, from start to finish. I really loved it. And I'm so any, excited that any, you guys liked it. Well, yeah, any, no. Any no, moment yeah. that, that I that I wasn't enjoying it, the soundtrack just boosted me back up. <laughs> yeah. It was like listening to the yeah. like eighties radio station, nineties yeah. radio station. It was it was great. I had a good time. And I want to watch it again. Yeah. Might you enjoy it? I, as I've said, ad nauseum, like the first 20 minutes I was really struggling and then I just loved it and I was really, really into it. Yeah. it's And, and just that that whole dream sequence was just like, I can't believe it. Yeah, I did love this shit yeah. out of that. Yeah. Um, I think it's really subtly smart. Yeah. You know? like It's in, great. That's, that's kind of what I'm the saying. The way that it addresses the fact that like your idea of success I think is really interesting as well mm. because it's kind of like to yeah. the girls that she went to school with who are now married and pregnant – they're like, oh, that's so sad that yeah. you like live in LA and work in a store. Yeah, and Actually, then to them, it's like, well, you just got like married and pregnant, and it's yeah. kind of like everybody has different ideas of success. None of them are particularly right. Um, yes. even though that you're the bad girl ends up talking up her life, which isn't quite true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really like the way that it treats the idea of kind of like. There's no one way to be successful. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, yeah, I, yeah. I really. Yeah. 
And they clearly, no, 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 they clearly are successful. Uh, they have their own store in the end, but it ties it up yeah. with this nice little bow saying, let's fold. And I did, lo- I did love is- that, that, that note that they said, we're going to pay, you know, back. paying payback. Yeah. And it was just like, it, it was like, we can pay him back this week. It's like, no, 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 we, well, we'll pay him back in a Here we can pay back this week. It's going to um, take two years. But I loved that. Like that was just, no, but that was just like a really important note to put in there. Like they, they could have just, it, like it, like, because so much of that stuff can be just so throwaway, and uh, I I really sort of like the fact that they just made it. He's like, yep, he's supporting them, you know, like giving them a a boost to you know to to do that business, but they're going to pay him back, and that was yeah, I really really enjoyed that. So, um, so uh, can I, can, I, can I, mm-hmm. I just one thing we didn't even talk about yeah the uh, guy, um. Who was just you know, the, the no the the, the 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 bad oh, guy the, Billy yeah the bad yeah, guy yeah. fucking um, Billy man the only thing I had in my just... notes about him though was he's a cut rate Kyle McLaughlin that's what he looked <laughs> like to me <laughs> he's a uh, Monica's boyfriend in some Friends episodes as oh, well no shit. yeah Fun Bobby Fun Bobby oh, you remember Fun right. Bobby yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah he played that he's also got one of those faces where it's kind of like. Just a beige face. I don't, face. Think, that you're beige face. I don't think that you're hot. I think it's the 90s. Yeah. You know, where it's kind of like very as well. weird. Yeah. Where he's like, when he throws that football, it's in the in a flashback to them being in high school and he's got no shirt on, he's throwing the football. Football, it's very much that kind of like weird Abercrombie, Calvin Klein yep. kind of situation where it's like, you're turned on, but you don't know why. Yep. And I think that just says so much about that guy's face. Well, that's yeah, how his I face looks in that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. surreally and peculiarly horny for this film. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, wrap things up. Fuck that guy, but also fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Douchebag. Uh, so, that is a wrap on a cracking, cracking film. Uh, and uh, so, I've been Mike Cairns. I've been uh, friend star Courtney Cox. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm Seb Godfrey, and I am the fur ham on Robbie so and Michelle's graduation. Uh, if you want to uh, Wait, leave us, leave, leave us a review, uh, because no one's been doing that, and we we just really want some reviews. I still on, believe on in iTunes. Um, you can do that uh, at uh, you know on the iTunes. Um, you can follow us on at Deja underscore review on Twitter. And at Deja Review Podcast on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you, Mitch. Thank you for being here. Oh, sorry. Love you. Thank you very much, Mitch. That was really, really good. Thank you very much. Cool.